thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We are so thrilled to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Thank you so much for joining us. And I tell you what, the Word of God will never leave you disappointed. Amen. And so we've become, we've come here today. You're watching here today so that we can be students of the Word Amen. and be better doers yes. of the Word. Amen. Yes. We've been teaching on the subject of praise and worship. And uh, we've been using one of, the th one of the statements that Brother Copeland made as a, as a jumping off point for us. He made a statement and he said, when you pray, you lay hold of things. Yes. But when you praise, you win battles. Amen. Amen. So notice Jesus has won the victory, but we are the one that is enforcing our victory in the face of that opposition. And that is the very active role of praise. Listen, Jesus did his part, but we have a part to play. We were talking about in previous episodes that their praise and worship are two flows that flow together. Uh, it, but there is seemingly a bit of a difference between the two. And with praising, we are acknowledging and thanking God for what he has done right. yes. and for what he is doing, Amen. for what he has made ours, Amen. for what belongs to us in Christ. Amen. Worshiping is acknowledging who he is. Yes. Reverencing and honoring, magnifying Him and the greatness in Him more so than about us. We're not worshiping us. All the worship is about Him. But we're praising Him for what the one that we worship gave us. And these two move together. They flow together. And, and you, you move uh, weaving in, or, you know, in and out of these flows. But this is why Brother Copeland making that statement, when you praise, you win battles. Because as you praise, you are really putting yourself in the place of being a partaker of what Jesus made yours. It's, it, thank God we possess all the, we currently possess everything of our inheritance that Jesus made ours, but to possess it doesn't mean that you're partaking of it. So as you praise, you're acknowledging what he's made yours, that only he could make yours. And you are, if I could say this, you're calling for a performance of those things oh, through yeah. your praising yeah, him right. for providing them. Yeah. And so you become a partaker. And this is why I love the statement that Brother, Copeland, that Brother Copeland made when he said, when you pray, you lay hold of things. But when you praise, you win yes. battles because yes. now yes. you're partaking on purpose. Amen. You're not just praying, asking something right. of God but you're laying hold of. Praise has a laying hold effect Amen. in your life. Amen. Amen. 
you have to recognize that praising and worshiping is a, a act of faith. Oh, it's right. one yes. way, yeah. primary way, and one of the greatest ways that we can release our faith. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Amen. Amen. Yeah. When you say praise the Lord and your heart is hooked to that, the yeah. faith that's in your heart now has words yeah. that it can attach to, yeah. to go into, yeah. to go into, uh, in, into reaching that answer for that yes. need. Right. Amen. Amen. So I so appreciate Brother Copeland making that yes. statement. I wish I'd have heard that 30 years ago. <laughs> it would have helped me to not bump my head into so many walls trying to find the exit road out of the test. Praise is the exit road. The, the exit road out of any test is paved with praise. And until we get on the road of praise, mm, we're going to and, and you know, when you're praising, how many of you know that it's going to draw on the flow of joy when you're praising because you're joyful about what he's made That's yours and you're right. praising and to, yeah. to have a sad look on our faces uh -huh. yeah. and to praise, these yeah. two don't work. Right. <laughs> Not together. There's no gloom yeah. on the face of someone who really recognizes the flow of praise and what has been made theirs and they're attaching their faith to it. There's no room for gloom. Amen. Amen. And so praising is always going to have connected to it. When, you're, when we're praising from our heart, yeah. it's always going to come out in an expression of joy. Amen. Right. Amen. That's right. Amen. Amen. And so uh, thank God for that, yes. that when we pray, we lay hold of things, but when we praise, we win yes. battles. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're also looking at something that God said to Brother Norval Hayes. Mm -hmm. Brother Norval Hayes, he's in heaven right now, but he was, uh, he was a powerful teacher yes. on, the, on the truth mm -hmm. of faith, Amen. on the flow of ministering yeah. to the sick. And uh, he emphasized the place of worship in the life of the person of faith, yeah. the believer. And uh, God said some very important things to him about the place of worship. Mm -hmm. And uh, just because Brother Norville is no longer here, we don't want to let the revelations that were yes, brought right. through his life and ministry right. slip. We right. need to hold fast to that yes. light. And so yeah. I want to repeat and rehearse to us uh -huh. some of the things that God said to him so that we don't drift from these truths. And so one uh, years ago, God spoke to Brother Norville and he said, my children basically love me, mm -hmm. yeah. but... They live in poverty, sickness, and defeat. Uh -huh. Now, see, it doesn't belong to us yeah. to live in poverty, yeah. sickness, no, and defeat. Right, right. But he's saying my children are having and experiencing yeah. things don't, that don't belong to them. Yes. And then God went on and said, they don't live in heaven's blessings because. When you see this word because, you're seeing the word cause. Here's the cause. They don't live in heaven's blessing, and here's the cause. They don't worship me mm -hmm. enough. Right. We've been making this statement to clarify that because someone can hear that wrong and misunderstand. When God says they don't worship me enough, he's not saying they don't worship me enough to earn something. We're not earning something. That's not what his intent is, and... The meaning of that when he said they don't worship me enough, we could put it this way. They don't worship me long enough 
for the anointing to come into manifestation yes. and the anointing to destroy the yoke. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So it matters that we give enough time to worshiping God, praising God, because as we do, we get further connected to our spirits. We tap into a deeper flow of the faith that is in us and the power of God meets faith. Amen. But if we only just give, if I could say this, a mindless passing nod to praising God. Thank you, Father, uh -huh. with no heart behind it, no faith uh -huh. attached to it. They become dead, lifeless yes. words, even though they sound like the right lingo. Right. They sound like faith lingo, yes. if I could put it that way. But we don't want to just mindlessly say things. We want to attach our heart yes. to these words, Amen. that these words come out of our heart, and therefore faith is, is dwelling in those words. They're living words because yes, there's faith connected yeah. to them. Yeah. That's right. And so when we read this of what God said to Brother Norval, they don't live in heaven's blessings because they don't worship me enough. Mm -hmm. We have to worship long enough to get out of the mental arena. Yeah. Right. Get into the spirit. Right. Our spirits, our, uh -huh. our tongues hooked uh -huh. up to our spirits. Right. Our focus on our spirit. Yeah. Because the wonderful thing about worshiping God and taking time to do it right. is it gets your attention off what's opposing That's you. Right. That's yeah. one of the yes. benefits. Yes. Listen, uh, it's not us worshiping and praising God so that he can feel good about himself. It's not anything we earn. No. It helps us to recognize and recall and remember mm -hmm. Who we're dealing That's with. Right. Amen. 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 And it gets our attention, as I said, off of the wrong right. thing and onto right. the yes. place of help. Amen. 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 God went on to say to Brother Norval, He said, You're teaching faith and confession and you're praying for the sick. So these are right things, right? Yeah. To teach faith, uh -huh. to confess yeah. the word, mm -hmm. to pray for the sick. These are right things. But right. He said, But you need to worship me more. Yeah. So he's saying this, although you're doing these right things, leaving out worship is still something's missing. And none of these right things can take the place or substitute for the lack of worship. And then God said to him, you need to teach my people to worship me more. You worship him more, you worry less. You worship him more, you fear less. The more we do of the right flow, the less room we have for the wrong flow. In our thinking and in our doing. So he said, you need to teach my people to worship me more. I'm their God and they're my children. If you will teach my children to worship me more. Yes. Now, see, look, teach my children. Mm -hmm. Teach them right. to worship. Right. Yeah. Why is it so important that we be taught to worship? 
because if we're not taught that and that giving a, a, a conscious effort mm -hmm. and place in our life, yeah. we will flip back to the flesh at a time of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll flip back to yes. the time to the uh, to yeah. flesh yeah. at the time of opposition when there comes something yeah. that assaults the mind, uh -huh. assaults the body. Yeah. We already have to have a training in place. A teaching in place so that we have something higher right. to yeah. turn towards. Right. So good. Yeah. And that comes by teaching. Uh -huh. yeah. If you'll teach my children to worship me more, mm -hmm. you have to be taught not to go to the wrong flow right. when Amen. opposition yeah. shows up. Yes. That's right. You have to be yeah. taught to go to the right, right. flow. Yes. Yes. The high flow, yeah. not yeah. the low flow. Right. Right. <laughs> Amen. 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 But God's flow. Yeah. So he said, if you'll teach my children to worship me more. Now see, we can be taught this, but if we don't implement it, we're not a good student. So it's the doing. It's, it, thank God for the teaching because that will instruct us in how to do, but the teaching is not the doing. So teaching is to be followed up with the doing. So we all have that privilege to be a doer, yeah. not just say, oh, I've, I've, I've heard that or yeah. I've, I've been taught that. Yeah. Do it. Do it's it. the doer that's blessed. That's Amen. Right. And we have to remember we're doers. That's right. If you'll teach my children to worship me more, God says this, I will do great and mighty things for them. For who? The ones who are doing what they're taught. Doing the worship, yes. the praise yes. flow right. that they are taught. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, I will do great Amen. and mighty praise things God. for them. Amen. Now listen, if great and mighty things are offered to us yeah. and God says, just for you stepping into the flow of praise and worship uh -huh. will arrive you yeah. at, a, at a place of great and mighty things, right. why would we say, mm, no, I, I'm okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't do that. A, a sound mind does not do that. That's right. <laughs> No, we take full advantage of that opportunity that belongs to us. While I'm talking about this, that healing anointing's in my hand. I can sense that flowing. Why is that? Because God has something for you. That, that healing power is coming into manifestation for you. Let's just, let, let, let's tap into that flow. You learn this, when anointing comes to do something, go with that anointing. I'm saying that for ministers. I'm saying that for believers. When the anointing comes to do something, don't keep doing what you were doing. Go with that anointing which comes into manifestation. And so I can sense that in my hand, and it's for you. It's not because I'm super spiritual or anything about me. It's because he has help for you. Amen. Well, we want to give place Amen. to that help. Yes, we yes. want to give place to that anointing. Amen. Why don't we just here, let's just take a moment. We've got a studio yes. audience and we'll just worship God. Yes. Father, we worship you. Jesus, we worship you, the healer. You are the healer. There's someone's wrist right now that you're being healed. Right there, out, out there in that, out there in that, that viewing audience, someone's wrist is being healed. Move that wrist around and say, I take it, Father. I take it. The pain is leaving that wrist right now. In fact, it's almost, if I could say it this way, if I could say it this way, it's almost like it was a bit frozen. For some reason, I don't know if, it's, if there's been a metal plate 
rods, screws in that wrist. Listen, God's got new bone. God's got new muscles. God's got new tendons. Amen. I've even, listen to this, I've even seen at times, my husband years ago ministered to a man by the Spirit who had had a metal rod put up his back, making mobility, it didn't, he couldn't bend fully. He was limited because of that rod. Uh, my husband, by the Spirit of God, ministered to him under that tangible healing anointing. And the man just reached over and touched his feet just with complete mobility, without any kind of difficulty, any kind of hindrance. And so he thought, praise the Lord. God put the vertebrae back. God put the things in the spine that were missing back. Listen to this. He went to the doctor. They did an x-ray. And the do- listen to what the doctor said. He said, who put hinges in this metal rod? God caused that metal rod to behave like a bone. However he does it. That's still a miracle, right? <laughs> I'm not going to tell God how to do what he does best. I don't, I don't say it has to be this way. I don't really care so long as full function, no pain. However God chooses to do it. So it seems to me there's somebody with, you've had a metal plate in your wrist. Whether God causes that to behave as a normal bone or whether he just puts a bone in there, it's all a miracle. We'll take it. Right there. Just move that around. Move that around. We want to hear about it from you. Why? Because it matters that you testify. Why? Because it's going to do something for someone else's faith. It's going to encourage them. How many people have been healed because Jesus stopped to hear the testimony of the woman with the issue of blood that was healed under his ministry? People are still receiving healings because of her testimony. Your testimony does something for someone else. It encourages their faith. So we ask you, we want to hear about it because we will, we will, uh, we'll read these testimonies on the air. And so go to our website at deframeministries.org and there's a place for a praise report, a testimony. You can do that or you can call our offices at the end of the broadcast or even now they may be, they'll put up a number or something for you, whether it's at the end of the broadcast or now, but whatever it is, contact us. Let us know about it. Amen. Praise God for that. Listen, that power is still working. And you might say, well, Pastor Nancy, I don't feel anything. This isn't about what you feel. It's about what you believe. Amen. And you say, well, Pastor Nancy, I've had problems with my wrist, but it's not necessarily a metal plate or anything. Still a wrist. Release your faith. Release your faith. You can get in on that flow. Yes, God may speak specifically for one thing, but you can release your faith and get in on that flow. And you may say, well, Pastor Nancy, I've got pain in other parts of my body. Listen, healing power is flowing. Receive of that. Uh, um, you remember Jesus went to the pool of Bethesda? And there was five porches full of lame, sick, halt, withered, lame people. Serious conditions. One man he ministered to and got up and walked off. And you would say, well, why didn't he minister to the others? Listen, 
God is endeavoring to stir the faith. If you see somebody, hey, God healed them. If God will heal them, God will heal me. God, Jesus give, gave them an example. What I've done for him, I'll do for you. So if I call out something and it's not your situation, that power is still flowing. You can just release your faith. Say, if God will heal a wrist, he'll heal my problem. Now that's, that's what God intends. He not only intends to minister to the people that that word is for, but he intends to stimulate faith in the heart of someone who has a need. Amen. Somebody's elbow is being healed right now. Somebody's elbow is being healed. Uh, Not only that, um, there's some, I want to say in the knee, a knee replacements that are needed. God does need replacements. They've been done in our services. God doing knee replacements. So you just respond to that. Right where you're at, maybe stand up, do deep squats, do something you couldn't do. Amen. Father, I thank you for that healing power, that miracle power. I speak to those knees. I speak for wholeness. Those knees function. Satan, you take your hands off their bodies in Jesus' name. Those knees function. Listen, faith is an act. Get up and act on that anointing. Get up and act on the word. Do something you could not do before. Just don't sit and wait to feel something. Faith is an act. And when we act, we're not checking to see if it worked. We're giving action to the anointing. We're giving action to that anointing. Amen. Praise the Lord. That elbow, somebody move that around. Whoever that is for, move that around. Somebody, you've fallen on your elbow. And it seems like to me it chipped off something in the bone. In the bone. Uh, No problems anymore. No problems anymore. Amen. Pain free. There again, let us know about it. Either go to our website or call, call our ministry office. They, they'll post the number and you give us a call. We want to hear your testimony of what God has done. Amen. Praise the Lord. Someone's throat is being healed. Your throat is being healed. It was damaged years ago due to some procedure some kind of medical procedure, and it, it, it went awry. It did not have the intended outcome, and it left you with uh, some kind of um, difficulty. Um, and it really, it, you've had pain. It's limited you in many ways. That's being healed right now. And you say, Pastor Nancy, what do I do? That's me. Say, I receive it. You have to respond to power. Why? Because God only, God only works where he's welcomed. And you say, well, I welcome him. Then tell him, tell him. And you tell him by saying, I receive that. I receive that. See, God only works invited. Now the devil works uninvited, but not God. God waits for faith. Amen. Because that is us giving him permission. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So right where you're at, move what you couldn't move. Do what you couldn't do. Even if it's something that I didn't call out. Uh, There are female organs that are being addressed right now. Uh, 
those of you who want children and you could not have children, uh, well, God bless you now. Because uh, it's God's plan that your body function right. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I don't care if I don't care if parts have been removed that would naturally call make it impossible. Once God's power shows up, things get put back. Amen. Amen. Receive it. Receive it. That healing power is working. Somebody, uh, there's a woman, you have a tumor down in the female organs. That tumor dries up now in Jesus' name. It's it's leaving you right now in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. Somebody has had, and I I, I want to describe it right, but something, it's like right in the back, something right between the shoulder blades in that area. And I don't know if it's to do with the shoulder blades or something between the shoulder blades, but right in that area, there's been some kind of difficulty. Just receive your healing. Just receive that healing power. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Knees are still being healed. Knees are still being healed. Kneecaps. Kneecaps. God is replacing kneecaps. Amen. Something has been damaged. Something of someone's kneecap. It might have even be, have been removed. God is replacing, and I hear these words, replacing kneecaps. These are the words coming up. Hallelujah. The power of God's still working in those female organs. Ovaries are being addressed right now. Hallelujah. Thank God for the power of God. I said, thank God for the power of God. I've learned this, and you have to learn this when you're ministering. Can I, can I tell you, uh, when, when God wants to heal, and the, the Spirit of God goes into manifestation, we give Him time. I know that we're on a broadcast on television. I don't have to feel every second. I don't have to feel every moment. By, and I say feel it, F-I-L-L. Feel it with something. Feel it with, because I give Him time. Amen. Right where you're at home, give Him time. Amen. Meaning don't get, I don't get in a rush. I want it here. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Listen, if you know of somebody who's been dealing with some of the things that I've called out, you might tell them you want to watch that. You want to watch that. uh, When it plays again, because I know that you can go to the victory uh, website and yes. they will go victory.org right. right. and these broadcasts are posted there yeah. and then we'll post them on our own yeah. YouTube yes. channel uh, and, and, and stuff uh-huh. and it will they can still receive healing Absolutely. tell them yes. watch it watch right. it watch it watch it Amen. you say well if they weren't watching and you called it out how can they receive later does it reply to them how come you can read the word That's Paul right. wrote yeah. Yeah. Uh, millennials ago, millenniums ago, excuse me, millenniums ago, and still receive. Because the Word of God is alive. Amen. There's never a time it's dead and won't work for you. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let us know. We want to hear your testimony. Amen. And until next time, remember this. Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. When we worship God, we replicate on earth the very same atmosphere of heaven. This powerful book by Nancy Dufresne teaches on how to worship and bring the atmosphere of heaven into your home and surrounding your life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.